Welcome to Beauty by Design, the intersection of inner and outer beauty. I'm your host, Michaela McLean, a master esthetician who uses human design to empower people to love and accept themselves from the inside out. Let's get you high on you. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. And thank you for joining me today. We have a new moon in Leo to discuss. So I'm going to preface this episode by saying I have both a Leo moon and a Leo north node. Your north node is your dharma. You know, it's your purpose, your what you're doing here. Um, and it's minor conjunct in the 12th house, which is Pisces domain. I am a Pisces. <laughs> so this is all extra meaningful. And so this episode may be a little bit longer than normal, just because I'm going to throw in some like real life examples and things here and there. Um, it's a it's an extra meaningful time period for me every single year. Um, if you kind of dig into your chart and understand that you will too be able to see when um, really important time periods are happening for you or you book a session with me and I can help you do that. So this new moon is occurring Thursday, July 28th at 10.55 a.m. Pacific time. New moons are always considered a time for planting seeds or setting intentions to help you create the life that you want. And every new moon heralds the beginning of a new six-month cycle that completes with the corresponding full moon. So this cycle will complete in at, at the Leo full moon, which will be during Aquarius season. So we're talking 2023. Um, I wanted to point this out too. I don't think I've done this before, but you know, when you journal, like ideally new moons, um, you're going to do your journaling just after, like at the time or just after the new moon happens. Um, whereas with full moons, you want to do it just before. Because if you think about that, you're like, oh, I want the clean slate to then plant the seeds, just like um, I'm trying to leave, like with the full moon, I'm trying to leave that last little bit in the past, have the full moon, and then we're already out of that phase. I hope that makes sense. Makes It makes a lot of sense to me. And it's, it's again, using it very intentional. I saw somebody last on the full moon, why, why this is relevant is like, you know, doing, doing these rituals, like way, you know, like that night when the, the full moon had happened that morning. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's already in Aquarius. Like the, the time has come and gone. So I just get very, very specific. Um, yeah. So anyway, personally, I love to use the new moon phase, you know, to conduct these beauty and self-care rituals that you're just harnessing the energy of the transits. You're using, using that to help you. Um, and you're working in tandem with what's going on up in the sky. <clears throat> So first things first, I always, always suggest exfoliation for new moons and full moons, right? Because it's both a physical and an energetic act. You are sloughing off the past to prepare for the future. You're just opening up those pathways for the things that you are wanting, those seeds, right? You're tilling the soil in a sense. Um, you know, and, and from a skincare perspective, it's like you exfoliate to help your active ingredients penetrate. They don't, they don't have all the old junk to kind of like get through. Um, so again, I always say, you know, fresh sheets, towels, pillowcases, all of that, uh, and, you know, open up the windows, let the air circulate, like get fresh energy in. So since this new moon is in Leo, let's look at some ways to bring that energy into your beauty rituals. Um, starting right off with keywords and phrases for Leo, self-confidence, leadership, enthusiasm, joyfulness, being heart-centered, courageous, it's the divine child, um, it's playful and fun, creative, romantic, proud, 
comfortable in the spotlight, admiration and adoration, right? And it's, it's regal. It's, it's royalty. It's the king of the jungle, right? So Leo is active yang energy. It's fixed fire. Um, so this is permission to be big and bold. Leo is such a warm sign. Uh, and it's so confident and that confident energy, you know, that it carries really wants to share its warmth with others. Um, you know, so you think about that, what, what do you do for yourself that helps boost your confidence? And can you do that with the intention of radiating that confidence out toward others? I always think about that. I'm like the Leos that I know in my life, my sister being one of them, it's like when they feel good, they feel so good. They want everybody around them to feel good. You know, and that's a really cool way of, of just sharing the energy of your aura to, to help other people. So Leo rules the heart and the spine in medical astrology. And I love a heart opening practice for Leo, like a yin yoga pose with a bolster, like, you know, just laying with the bolster on your, uh, under your back, arms open in a T. And that's just, oh, you just stretch that whole like chest cavity. Um, it's amazing. And I'll personally use like my rose quartz tipped tuning forks on the sternum again, kind of like waking up that, that heart center. Um, and maybe like me, you haven't been to the chiropractor in ages. It's been too long. I'm terrible there. I need, I need to go. Um, and you know, it's like your spine could use a tune up, right? It's perfect time for that. <clears throat> and sometimes hair gets noted as being associated with Leo. So maybe just giving your own little lion's mane some extra attention, I never bother styling my hair, <laughs> like hardly ever. So, you know, maybe I will for this new moon. Actually, actually bother run it, running a brush through it. Um, another activity is dance. Put on some disco music, you know. Um, dance and performance is the realm of Leo. Dance, performance, creativity, all of that, right? I always think about that. I grew up as a ballet dancer. It's like, yeah, that's that's very Leo and Pisces domain. Um, moving your body with dance helps improve your heart health, right? Where Leo rules the heart. It boosts your mood. Leo is sunshine incarnate and it helps reduce stress, you know, like again, divine child, like what do they have to be stressed about? Um, and I just think that like, when was the last time you just lost yourself in the dance? Me personally, it's a regular thing. We're always having dance parties at our house. Um, I grew up in a disco and funk household, so that's my jam, right? So I'm thinking like Bianca Jagger riding in on that horse into Studio 54, right? Disco is Leo to me. It's big hair, it's metallics, right? It's theatrics. It's just having a good time with over-the-top glamour. So like I said, we're a huge dance family, um, and it's a regular thing in our house with our kids. We even have, we, we, we jokingly call it, say, going to the club or going to the discotheque, and it's just going down to the basement <laughs> with my children. And one time we had like all the lights off, and we had this like little laser light star thing, you know, going, and um, I don't know, the next thing, I'm wearing these big monarch butterfly wings, and I'm riding the hoverboard, and I just kind of like caught myself in the moment, and I was like, yes girl, yes, you are doing your Leo North Node right, you know? So just, I don't know, do something silly like that. Um, Leo's ruling planet is the sun. So you could explore your own relationship to your sun sign. Um, the sun is our life force. It's our essence. It's how we shine, how we radiate. Um, it, we live in a heliocentric universe, right? 
Traditional, traditional, excuse me, astrologers uh, often say, you know, you're not just your sun sign, but in human design, your conscious sun placement, so like the sun sign that you would traditionally know, me being a Pisces sun, right? Um, it is the most important energy in your chart. Because now we're going to get into the quantum mechanics part of this. Um, 70% of the neutrinos that imprint us at the time of our birth come from the sun. Uh, so the sign, the gate, the line number, you know, kind of like on, on down each layer, um, it gets really important. It's like the, the, that sun energy is getting filtered through all of these lenses. And it really has a lot to do with what you are doing here on earth. Um, again, it goes into your incarnation cross and, and on down the line. So very, very important. And again, for example, right? I'm a Pisces sun, mine's in gate 36.4. So the more, you know, you understand about that, you're like, oh, wow, okay, I'm, I'm designed to be incredibly emotionally sensitive, but I need to see that as a blessing and not a curse. Um, I'm meant to be deeply compassionate and help people get through like tough emotions in life um, to figure out how to make this life more tolerable and livable for people. Um, and, and to do it through esoteric and occult knowledge. That's hilarious. Like remember when I discovered all of that, I was like, well, there's the explanation for my entire life. Um, you know, and if you want to go even deeper into the whole sun thing, we in human design, you have an unconscious sun placement. So 88 degrees of the sun prior to your birth, you're still in your mom's tummy at this time. Um, <clears throat> you can check that out. Mine's in gate 10. This is also part of your incarnation cross, right? 10 is self-love and acceptance. That happens to be half of my one and only channel. Um, it's basically like when I finally learned to start loving and accepting myself, I energetically give other people the permission to do the same thing just by being around me and my energy. Um, and that's, I've always talked about 10. I'm like, that's a big responsibility. It's like, wake up. You got to love yourself because you're just, by doing that, you're going to help everybody around you be able to do the same. And that is where all of this starts from. I always get on a soapbox with this one, but I'm like, you know, like tend to your own garden and that's, that's all you have to do. So anyway, on a practical level with the sun, right now we're going to go into esthetician mode. Uh, make sure you're using good sun protection. Um, one of my favorites is Elta's Elements and it's a tinted sunblock. It's a really beautiful, um, texture. I just, I love that one. Uh, and I always wear a hat and some protective clothing. So, you know, basically like love the sun, but respect the sun, respect its power to totally destroy your skin. <laughs> I was, you know, again, coming from the aesthetics world, it's like protection and prevention is so much easier and cheaper than major correction later. So that's it. That's all I'm going to say. I don't, I don't sun police anybody anymore except my own children. Um, and they're very good about it. So they're used to it. <laughs> All right. Beauty treatments of any kind are so very Leo. It loves glamour and luxury. Um, and yeah, stress on the luxury part, right? This is, this is not, um, I don't know. I did my nails at home. This is like going to the high end spa, you know, kind of vibe. Um, basically anything that you would normally feel might be a little too decadent, too expensive, too frivolous. It's like, well, if you've been wanting to do it, now is the time. Leo season is the time for that. Um, also, any treatment with gold, right? That metal, the the 
it is associated with Leo. So I always think of my friend, um, Ashley, ageless Ashley, she has this gold Casmara, like, uh, I think it's actually called a luxury mask. And it's like this peel off, um, jelly mask, beautiful, beautiful to look at. Right. So that's one. And then my other friend, um, Alex of Skincraft, she just sent me a Nesco amethyst mask and I was laughing. I was like, Oh, these are both perfect. You know, it's like gem, gem and Reiki infused, uh, skincare from Nesco, but gold and purple, both. Those are the, those are the colors of royalty, right? So perfect, perfect time for that. All right, so you could take a bath. Baths are always great at the new and full moon and using some salt for clearing and cleansing. And then, you know, a couple oils, one, one, just two of many oils that are associated with Leo would be frankincense and bergamot. Um, bergamot is such a heart opener. Oh my goodness. That is like, those two oils are like two of my very favorites period of all. Ooh, and, and rose, rose for the heart. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to add a third one in there. Um, you could slice up some citrus fruit, right? And add to the bath or even put in some flowers like sunflowers, yellow roses, marigolds. Those are all wonderful for Leo. Um, even, even if you have some sprigs of rosemary, rosemary is another one for Leo as well. Um, and then you could put like a citrine crystal. Citrine is in the quartz family, so it's safe for water. It's not going to harm you. You know, and that's going to help amplify those vibrations. Now, speaking of citrine, I do want to kind of address this. Like, um, there is natural citrine, which is much harder and more expensive to find. And it's not as bright yellow. I don't think a lot of people are, are always super aware of this, but, um, most of what you see with citrine is actually heat treated amethyst. And it's like that really intense, you know, um, kind of orangey yellow color or almost like brownish yellow. That's not real citrine. <laughs> so, you know, just educate yourself if you're somebody that's like, yeah, I want, I want to get some citrine. Like it's a little bit more muted and a bit more of like almost like a smoky, um, pale yellow color. There you go. You did, you know, information didn't ask for, but I'm giving it anyway. Um, speaking of crystals, right? So some of my favorite Leo crystal recommendations are, of course, citrine, um, as well as pyrite, right? What they call fool's gold, which actually contains some gold in it, funnily enough. Now, now they know, but, um, pyrite, uh, it's just so glittery. God, that's one of my favorites. Um, ruby, as well as tiger's eye. And I know I just mentioned my friend Alex. She just sent me this beautiful crystal eye mask and it's tiger's eye specifically was like, I want the tiger's eye one for the North noting for that Leo element. Um, and I always do diamonds too for Leo. Leo's glamour, right? So my favorite practice, of course, for any new moon is journaling, writing down everything that you are calling into your life, getting serious, putting it down on paper, and then use it for self-reflection, like looking back at this list um, in six months in Aquarius season when we have the Leo full moon. So this new moon is taking place in gate 31. <clears throat> and as I said in the gate 31 episode, which I would encourage you pop back and just listen to 31 all 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 together um but that energy is known as influence it is the gate of influence and the keynote here is i lead or not the influential elected leader so this gate is about being extremely influential but without trying 
All right, so the new moon is in the gate of influence, right? It's a leadership gate. It's a throat center gate. So how might you use your voice to be a more heart-centered leader? Or, you know, looking to the people in your community who are heart-centered leaders. Um, I mentioned this in the in the uh, July Astro Transits episode, but the design of this or the, yeah, the, the profile of this new moon is a 4-1. I am a 4-1. And if you're a 4-1, um, we're super rare. We're like 2% of the population. You automatically have innocence motivation. Um, so this, this new moon has innocence motivation. And innocence is a line six. It is the role model. And it's a role model with no agenda. Um, it's about leading with love, doing what's right, because you want to innocently help the world be a better place. It's that childlike motivation that I've always resonated with, which of course makes sense. It's my motivation. Um, you know, I was, I've always thought, it's like, why can't we all just get along? Why can't we all just treat each other kindly? Why, you know, why can't we do the golden rule, you know, treat others the way you want them to treat you? It's all very Leo. <laughs> because I was like kind of contemplating this. I'm like, isn't that funny, right? Even the golden rule. Um, that divine child thing. So cool. So who are the people that you know that you're like, gosh, I really should get behind them because they are, you know, their motivation, of course, is not power and greed. It's like they really want things to be better for everybody. Um, yeah, it's like better future for the collective. This is a collective gate in this for this new moon. It's it's everybody. It's all of us. Um, where are we going? We need, we need to go somewhere better than where we're at right now. So, you know, I'm like, this new moon, why don't we all just collectively plant the seeds, you know, for more love and bringing more light into this earthly plane, like the time is now. Okay, so my journal prompt for this new moon in gate 31 is, how can I use my voice and influence for the good of all? Okay, so we're going to take that question and apply it to the area of your life that it's happening in. I will briefly go through all 12 signs. Make sure that you listen for your rising sign to understand how to apply the guidance, right? So our equation here is we've got new moon, we're planting seeds, we're setting intentions. Gate 31, this is our influential leadership. How am I to use my voice for the betterment of everybody? And then the house, the where. All right. So for our Aries rising people, it is about creative self-expression, fun, children, romance, and charisma. If you're a Taurus rising, it's your home environment, family, nurturing, and heritage. Gemini rising, it's the mental plane, communication, local travel, and socialization. For Cancer rising, the physical body, personal possessions, values, and wealth. If you are a Leo rising, it's the self, personal identity, and appearance. For Virgo rising, it's spirituality, healing, surrender, retreat, and mysticism. Libra rising, it's communities, your friend groups, social network, and being a humanitarian. Scorpio, it's career, professional, and public status, discipline, and achievement. For Sagittarius, it's higher learning, world travel, philosophy and religion. For your Capricorn rising, it's shadow work, power, control, and deep transformation. Aquarius, it's one-on-one relationships, partnerships, and collaborations. And for Pisces, it's everyday work, habits, routines, health, and wellness. So, of course, 
I'm going to give you an example. I already told you at the top of this episode, this one's extra meaningful for me. All right, so I have gate seven hanging, which is the partner to 31, right? So gate seven is my conscious Leo moon. Um, So this new moon is temporarily giving me the full channel of the alpha. And since I'm a Virgo rising, it's happening in my 12th house. Um, and that's where my North Node is, my, my Dharma, right? So for me, this represents heart-centered spiritual leadership. This is my, my life's work, my Dharma. Um, I use my voice and my influence to produce this podcast, for instance, like for the collective. Um, and I'm making sure to have fun with it and hopefully help others feel good about it all as well. And then this week, I get to uh, do a couple things. I get to do another pop-up, a one-on-one beauty attunement at the Anamkara Healing Center here in Spokane. And I am also co-hosting Leo New Moon Circle with Hannah from the Anamkara Healing Center, who is also a Gate 33 Leo North Node, just like me. So kindred spirit, we're just born a few months apart. Um, I am intentionally using this energy to go quote, lead, right? Leadership, lead a group uh, with another person who has that same North Node Dharma as me, but I know hers is in the eighth house. And, you know, she loves to be silly and have fun and not to take it all so seriously, which I'm completely in alignment with. Um, So, you know, it's like we're uniting this solar power to help boost other people. And um, I've been mentioning the North Node a lot, which, you know, in design, it's, I always think it's important to note, you really step into your North Node um, at 40 plus. So it's kind of like, be aware, but don't really expect to have to like, be there and doing the thing until you're, you know, until you're getting a little bit older. And sorry to out out us, Hannah, but we're both 40 plus. <laughs> so um That's how I'm going to be working with this energy. How are you going to imply this to your life? All right. If you would like a Leo beauty ritual, check out my beauty ritual meditation for the new moon in Leo episode. And I will be back soon with more. Um, If you would like to understand how human design applies directly to you, you can book a session with me. The link will be in the show notes. Follow me on Instagram at Michaela McLean. You can get my free 23-page guide to human design basics. The link is also in the show notes. And of course, you know, if you would be inclined to leave a rating and review to help this podcast get discovered by more people, it would be so greatly appreciated. And until next time, have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to Beauty by Design. I appreciate you being here and would love to connect even deeper. The easiest way to reach me is on Instagram at Michaela McLean. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share so we can help as many people as possible feel beautiful by design.